Well, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and I'm so excited to celebrate this season, Christmas, with my girlfriend, Sherry Stahl and Holly Taylor. And this show is going to be amazing because it's all about Christmas. We're going to talk about our family traditions, the things that we love about Christmas, memories of our family time and traditions. We're also going to talk about some tough stuff, like why is it so hard to be joyful and happy at Christmas? And we're going to also talk about Advent, hope, peace, love, and joy. That's all coming up right here on Your Story Canada. Well, it's clearly Christmas right here in the studio, and I love that you women are with me. Sherry, so I'm going to gush about you. You're an author, international speaker, blogger, great friend, amazing mother. Should I go on? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Well, welcome. And I know you're going to talk a lot about some of the great Christmas traditions and things that you've experienced, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say. It's great to be here. Awesome. And Holly Taylor. Mm -hmm. Uh, For some of you who are friends and fans of Face Strong today, you'll know Holly from the Why Me Project with Johnny. Yep. So it's like we're actually together and colleagues and friends. I know, right? And you're also the co-host of what station in the amazing city of Edmonton? 105.9 Shine FM. Oh, I can hear that radio (laughs) come out. (laughs) (laughs) What's cool, too, though, is both of you are involved in WIM, Mm -hmm. founder and president, VP of operations, Mm -hmm. and... Your VP of operations and everything else. <laughs> yeah, she's like yeah. a right-hand woman. Right-hand woman. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about WIM because I think it's neat because you know we've, we're sort of a part of that, and it's mm-hmm. a really exciting um, thing to be a part of in Canada. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, essentially, we just wanted to create a place where women could unite who are in the various facets of radio, media, music, publishing, just support each other and just to learn from each other, be encouraged by each other, and then hopefully grow in our vocations. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's perfect. So we provide that connection time for girls that are, Christian girls that are working in media in all facets of media, mm-hmm. and we want to help them connect to help refresh them. Um, a lot of girls are going pretty hard at it in media, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you, Melinda. Yes. Melinda's one of our members, <laughs> and um, and then to inspire them and to equip them. And equipping is a really important part for the girls in mm-hmm. media yeah. because it changes so quickly. Yes. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys are doing that in Canada. It's so needed, and I'm so glad to be a part of it. We're glad Little to sisterhood. Have you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, clearly it's Christmas, as you mm-hmm. can see. We've got all this stuff on the table. It's very festive. And, yeah, very, very festive. <laughs> And I want to talk about some things, you know, that are important to me and that I know will inspire our viewers and listeners. Because Christmas is one of these seasons where it can be very joyful Mm -hmm. and all about family and togetherness. And it also can be a season of sadness and loneliness, too. And so I I really want, you know, our conversation and to hear from one another just about our thoughts of Christmas and some encouragement for our viewers and listeners. So let's start off first with. Favorite Christmas memory or traditions mm-hmm. that you love? Because I think that mm-hmm. it was, might surprise us or it might be sort mm-hmm. of the same. Sherry, what about you? I I think my favorite memories of Christmas and traditions are the kids with all their cousins doing the Christmas play and acting oh, out yes. Mary and Joseph and the donkeys. And yeah. My daughter was the proverbial Mary. She nice. always was chosen that because she could give birth to Jesus like no one else could. <laughs> 
Oh, I love goodness. those Christmas plays, especially for kids, yeah. and they're so awkward or something yeah. falls yeah. or they say the wrong thing, yeah. and those are good memories. I love Very that. Very good memories. Yeah. Holly, what about you? Um, I think just it's spending the time with the family, and mm. now that I have two children of my own, it's mm. kind of creating our, our new traditions and to see how they warm up to the idea of Christmas and the stockings and just seeing them mm-hmm. see Christmas from a child's perspective. Yeah, that's good. It's a good reminder because sometimes we get so caught up in the busyness, mm-hmm. the consumerism of it all that yes. we miss it, right? I think for me, two things similar. Um, Advent was a big thing. Our family is big into lighting the Advent candle oh, okay. and then talking about the story. And so it was about like hope peace, joy, and love, and then the Craig's candle. So we did that as a family tradition. Um, my mom's Ukrainian, so we always look forward to the homemade pierogi, or pierogies yes. for Christmas oh, Eve yes. that we would eat. And then, yeah, the Christmas plays. I was always an, an angel mm-hmm. of course. singing. Of course. <laughs> of course. Singing, um, and loved it. We had the singing Christmas tree in the Philippines mm-hmm. in Manila, and it was this massive tree where we would go up the stairs and sing in the tree. We have one so in Edmonton, too. Really? Yes. People start chatting around here, too. Oh, yeah? yeah? See, and I love that. I think there's just something beautiful about, you know, the whole family being a part mm-hmm. of the Christmas tradition. And... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got good memories. It's all around family. But why do you think, and, and just personally, why do you think Christmas is also a really tough year for people? Why is it a struggle um, for people at Christmas? For the same reason it's a blessing. <laughs> family. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I think we all, you know, in this world, I, you know, I'm remarried. So my poor kids and my stepkids, They've had to come to Christmas and changing traditions when they were teenagers mm. and, um, you know, adjusting to all of those things. And I think there's so much of that in our world. Um, that has played a big role in, you know, some of the things. And, it, you know, it takes time to work out and then it becomes just your new norm and it becomes beautiful, too, yeah. and your new traditions. But I think sometimes those issues between family members can really crop up at Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. It actually, like makes it even more clear because you're all in one space (laughs) and you all have to be together and sometimes be like yeah everything's great when it's not yeah so yeah no that's that's a good point Mm -hmm. how about you family dynamics but also too i know a lot of people have lost somebody Mm -hmm. so again that whole thing tied into family is that when that family member is not there and maybe you know it's aunt mildred and she was the one that made the pet and now it's not there anymore Mm -hmm. and you know, yeah. there's that kind of sense of loss and that reminder of that person was such a big part of this season, and, and now they're gone. Yeah. So a lot of loss, right, in yeah. relationship. I think, I agree. I think it's a hard time because culturally it's all about family and community. Mm-hmm. And you look at, you know, the the ads and commercials and what they brand as Christmas. Yeah. And if you're a single person, if you're mm-hmm. a widower, if you're estranged from your family, if you're divorced, mm-hmm. all those things – it can isolate you because you're not what is supposed to be for Christmas. Yeah. And I think that's hard. Yeah. On that, what do you think we can do? I mean, I think, you know, as women that are, you know, followers of Jesus, involved in communities and church, in Christian media, what are ways that we can help in this season? What do you think that we can do? I think that's a, a big part of what, you know, we can do. 
being observant, I think. It's so easy at Christmas to get caught up in the busyness. Mm-hmm. You know, the shopping, yeah. the mm-hmm. making sure your family's taken care of. But when you just take that moment to pause and look around, you do see those who need help or those who might be struggling financially that year. And mm-hmm. so it gives us a great opportunity to say, okay, you know, so-and-so, they're going through a rough time. Maybe it's presents they need. And just kind yeah. of suddenly filling in the needs just to support them as they're going through their Christmas. Yeah. So financially and then just relationally as well. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good. Taking the time. I think we um, we have to lower our expert expectations mm. because we watch too many Christmas movies and yes. you know they have a whole host of people setting up that table from the you know yes. the, the TV mm. crew or yeah. whatever and everything is perfect people's clothing is perfect mm-hmm. they get the perfect gift everything seems you know quote unquote perfect and life isn't like that And I think we set ourselves up for a fall that we don't, you know, you hear people saying, it just doesn't feel like Christmas. Well, what should it feel like? I think when we start saying things like that, we should check ourselves and Mm. say, what am I trying to get? Like, am I trying to get too much out of, you know, some emotional aspect of Christmas? And what is it really about? We're supposed to be celebrating Christ's birth as Christians. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so to get back to that, uh, to our roots. Yeah. No, I think that's key. You know, I think for me, that I mean, both of those, I think, you know, personally, I think I need to be more observant and see and not be so consumed with myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can even just do that with Christmas. Like, even as a Christian in media, you're working so hard to share the good news mm-hmm. out to media that you actually can sometimes lose the actual, you know, the actual point of it. Because yeah. you're doing the work, but you're actually missing yeah. all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think expectations is key. And I think for anybody, you know, listening or watching, it's, you know, you're, here is your situation. So with, with, you know, reasonable expectations, how what does it look like? If you're not part of a big family, then don't pine for it because it's not going to happen. But mm-hmm. you could go to a church or, mm-hmm. or be a part of a community and access that. Or maybe it's time to work on some forgiveness and reconciliation, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if, that's, if that's what's happening. And yeah. to get out there and help someone else. Yeah. There's so many people in need at Christmas. So if you're starting to feel down, if you go and you help someone else, you know, volunteer at a soup kitchen where they're doing a Christmas meal somewhere, mm-hmm. it can really change your whole perspective of everything around and, yeah. and break those unrealistic expectations. Yeah. There's a book I read to my girls called The Bucket Filler, and that's okay. exactly what it's about. Oh, yeah. So it's that whole concept of everyone has a bucket and yours gets filled when you fill others. Oh, yours oh, gets empty so when you try to take yeah. from somebody else's bucket. Yeah. And Christmas is that perfect opportunity to pour mm-hmm. into somebody else's bucket. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if you're feeling down or low, that will help yeah. fill your own bucket. Yeah, that's good. What do you think are our own personal? I would say struggles, but as we you know approach Christmas, as we get into this busy time, for a lot of us that are in ministry, uh, church, and things, it's busy. What are some things that we would struggle with and what are some of the encouragements to help us through this season? And maybe I'm just wanting to hear from you. <laughs> from the two of you to help me <laughs> try and help as you. I go into the season. Okay. All right, okay. Yeah. I mean, and I say that because the struggle for me is busyness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always the busiest time. And you do get caught up in it. You you get yeah. sucked right into the, mm-hmm. what present do I get? What do I do? I've got to be at this event. It's a mm-hmm. fundraiser. It's a Christmas party. And all of a sudden, you know, December 30th hits or January 2nd you're like what just happened in that month I don't feel at peace I don't feel rested so maybe I'm just wanting advice on how to do Christmas well 
say no. <laughs> I'll say, say no. Say be no. Intentional. No. Intentional. Yeah. Okay. So say yeah. no. Let's talk about that because that's a hard one. I don't. My think. husband's. If he's listening yeah. to this, he's going to be laughing because that's <laughs> something no? I so you say no need to, to learn to. <laughs> but it is. I am getting better as I get okay. older. But okay. I think we can say yes to every party, every Christmas, and as speakers, we could say yes to every event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But is that really what God wants from us? I don't believe it is. And when we're starting to get so worn out, we have to clue in that this isn't right. Something's gone awry. So how can we pull it back in Mm -hmm. and get down to a slower pace? I remember one Christmas I was in Walmart and are you allowed to say stores? (laughs) I was in that big store that starts with W. Anyways, and um, the person was, you know, upset about a price of something. And this guy began to just yell at this teenage girl, and she tears were streaming oh. down her face. Mm. And, I, you know, he's yelling, and it's about a Christmas gift. And I thought, you have so lost what Christmas is about. Yeah. And as soon as he left, he walked out, and he was too irate for me to say anything <laughs> to him. But I just hugged the girl. I reached across and hugged oh. the, the little cashier. Take the time. Slow down. Yeah. Say no and take the time. And I think that that's something that's good for me because I think I want to be part of everything. Mm-hmm. Me too. Right? YOLO, FOMO, whatever it yeah. is. You're just sort of like, <laughs> I don't want to miss out. And yeah. I, I have to, I, it's a good one. I have to fight against the urge not to mm-hmm. be at everything because it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, especially Christmas, it's going to take you. It's like, what are the priorities for your family and for yourself? Yeah. And so I think that's good. Say no. Mm-hmm. I think All right. too, you with changing you know, dynamics with little kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is actually a blessing in disguise. Really? There are a lot of Christmas parties I'm not going to this year. Because <laughs> I can't because, find babysitters. Oh! <laughs> so if she oh, says that you're going to your place, you're fine. Okay, I'm a babysitter. Okay. Sure you don't. Oh, you know the girls. So I'm going to have to stay home yeah. today. But no, it's kind of a nice excuse yeah. sometimes. Because quite often I can't find the babysitter. Yeah. Um, they're expensive, especially yeah. on Christmas. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a nice out to just kind of spend time that. with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I could maybe use that excuse. I think I can. I think the you kids could. are eleven and thirteen. I think I yeah. could. Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? Even if they're eighteen and yeah. you know sixteen. You know, uh, I think I'm a little past that. (laughs) I still say, well, the kids are home. You know, they're away in college. Yeah, we're in university. So I'm not going to go to your party. (laughs) I think it's also a choice. Like, I mean, I think as women who are busy and in in the work we do for media, I think it is just you having to set those boundaries and Mm -hmm. saying no. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Don't feel guilty. But just saying no and being like, you know, God, you know, help direct me in, in what's a priority. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I have had those seasons where I've said yes to everything, and it was not good. At the end of it, I was like, yeah. I'm exhausted, and I'm not happy, and there's no joy of the Lord in me yeah. during one of the joyous seasons yeah. of, yeah. you know, the year. Yeah. So that's not helpful at all. So no. I think that's really good advice. Like, say no. Put boundaries. Blame the babysitter. <laughs> and you'll have a great Christmas. Exactly, yeah. Just we because, have to find some new, to, new yeah. things to blame. Yeah. Just because an opportunity comes your way doesn't necessarily mean it's an of God opportunity, no, right? it's true. No. It's true. So. Even within Christmas and even yeah. within church ministry, that, that's a good reminder. Mm-hmm. As we look at Christmas, you know, and especially we, you know, we're followers of Jesus, um, what is one of the things that keeps you focused on this whole idea of like the reason for the season? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it that kind of keeps you to say, you know, in Advent to waiting for the Messiah, the expectation 
of God incarnate coming. Like it blows my mind. And sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, I need to sit down for a week and think about that because yeah. that's huge. Mm-hmm. But for you personally, what as you approach Christmas, what are some of the thoughts, encouragements that you have about the season? I went to church, and uh, this is kind of a new one for me. Okay. And the pastor had said, you know, I've got kids, and so if there was a car barreling for them and you, sorry, I'll be saving my kids first, because that's how important my kids are, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, you would die. I'm like, oh, that's kind of, you know, a funny way of thinking of mm-hmm. things. But then he said, now imagine if that was God, mm-hmm. and there's this car barreling towards mm-hmm. you and his son. He chose you. And that was just such a profound image for me as I was sitting there on, on Sunday. And I thought, yeah, like he had his son. He has us. He loves us that much. And so then thinking ahead now towards Christmas, just he gave his son mm-hmm. essentially to be hit by that car so that we could have eternal life mm-hmm. and have a different option. Mm-hmm. And so it's just such a vivid image now that I have kids of my own because mm-hmm. I would save them 100% of the time. Yeah. And God chose us. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. God chose us. Like He came into sort of humanity, human story, yeah. to be with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. It's a good reminder to remember that. Yeah, and yeah. His love for us. Yeah. Um, for me, it's been over a year now that I've kind of been stuck on this one point, mm-hmm. and I started speaking on this last year. This message about the Christmas women and about Mary and Elizabeth and Anna, mm-hmm. the uh, middle-aged woman, the teenager, and the senior citizen yeah. that I want to be like. But I looked at their lives and how God always partners with humans to bring his presence to the world. Mm-hmm. And I find that amazing that he would take us. And if you look at those three girls, they were nothing special, no one special mm-hmm. at the time, all from different walks of life, different situations, mm-hmm. just like us. Yeah. And that God would choose to bring Emmanuel through those girls, you know, through mm-hmm. Mary and to bring his presence to the world. I don't know. There's something about that I just keep getting stuck on. I keep writing about it. I keep researching about it. But that God wants to partner with us, and he wants to come in us. And like Mary was pregnant with, mm-hmm. with Jesus, mm-hmm. yeah. with that, with the presence of God, and then bringing him into the world, and how that's really what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be so full of him, mm-hmm. you know, that it ju- he just comes out uh, to the world wherever we are. So that's something that is really hitting me again this Christmas. It's big because it's that sense of, you know, as he used them, Mm -hmm. you know, he can use us, be with us, Emmanuel with us. And in that, we are then the bearers of his story, of his Mm -hmm. life, of Mm -hmm. the truth of him. Yeah. It's big. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, Yeah. it's huge, but that's beautiful. And I think Emmanuel, that sort of changes that. And so what you're both saying, it's like, you know, the love of that he chose us yeah. and that he chose yeah. us, Yeah, right? It's a big theme, you know, that he chose us to be, well, to save us, to be with us, and then for us to then be bearers of, of yeah. him. And then to use us, that he mm-hmm. sees that purpose mm-hmm. in us, Yeah, you know, that we're valuable in his sight. That's amazing it to is me. amazing. That he, you know, if I was him, <laughs> you know, if I was running the show, <laughs> You know, I would pick perfect people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. would, yeah, Strong, you know, dynamic, yeah, just people, best looking, <laughs> uh, yeah. best at everything, yeah. not make any mistakes, yeah. And there's not one person in the Bible that was like that, you know? yeah. And so, really, that brings me hope. 
(laughs) That's my hope at Christmas. I don't have to be perfect. I think that's the same for me. I think that this, it's been interesting. And, you know, this is sort of like the first time I'll publicly share this. But, you know, now being a stepmom and a year plus married, I have for the first time in the last little while really understood loving kids and the challenge of loving Pre-pubescent, pre-teenagers. <laughs> yeah, you just jumped right in there. With yeah. all the emotion. <laughs> yeah. Okay? yeah. And what it has taken, the sacrifice, the stretch of love, even when you don't want to, and how hard it is, and watching my husband, Chris, do it really well. And it was this weird moment where I was struggling. I'll be honest, I was really struggling about wow, loving kids. Mm-hmm. And it was like this Holy Spirit, God downloaded to me immediately. That's exactly how I love you. And I was like, I kind of was quiet, and I was like, what? He's like, yeah. So think about this. God leaves heaven in like, and then comes as Jesus, the incarnation, to mm-hmm. be with us for 30-plus years. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and I actually said to him, God, really? Why? <laughs> why did like, you? Yeah. Why I cho- choosing yeah. to be with kids and then choosing to be with us? And it was this crazy, funny, but I was crying on my couch because I'm like, you chose to be with us. Why would you do that? Like, really, because it's really hard. And yeah. then I think about Jesus' life and, and go, it was hard. I mean, being in a stinky world, like heaven Having to, to stinky work as a world. carpenter? Carpenter. Well, yeah. That's stinky, hard work. yucky, <laughs> yeah. brothers, yeah. parents. Mm-hmm. Teenage mm-hmm. years, and then, you know, the coming of him, you know, understanding his role and death. I'm like, yeah. that's love. That and I think that love. totally changed the sort of idea of Christmas for me this year because I was like, I get it. The, mm-hmm. Nothing could have Christmas, Advent, none of this would have happened without love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like God's love for us to come and be with us. And so that was a big thing. I, you know, I, I said it to Chris, and he's like, yeah, it's a totally yeah. perspective shift when you become a parent, and especially mm-hmm. as a step-parent, what that means. I think that would just hit me. Yeah. And I think with kids, right, it pulls everything out of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's good that red is the color of Christmas because red is the color of love, and really it is his love yeah. shown Shown to us at Christmas that he was willing to come. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, because I know that with like a lot of evangelicals, we it's it's good. We focus on on his death, yeah, you know, salvation. But mm-hmm. I think there's also that part of like for him to choose to be with us is yeah. massive, massive, yeah. right? It really is, yeah. Because there are times where you're like, yeah, the choosing to be with kids, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh. Even though you love them, you love so them, much. But sometimes you're like, wow, yeah. your response was just not cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And what yeah. you just did there wasn't great. Yeah. And yet I still continue to love you because, you know, you're our kids. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. So it's, a, it's been a big sort of like epiphany moment yeah. for, for me this time. In that, you know, the kids sort of pulling and pushing. For you as women, you know, leaders, Christian women, how do you ensure that, you know, the struggle of life and all these things, especially as you go into a busy season, that you stay mm-hmm. grounded and focused on Jesus, that... It's still real. It's still somebody to follow and, you know, be in a relationship with. With, with. What do you do? How do you do it well? And, and maybe you don't. You know, but how, no, honestly. No. I'm still I, learning. Yeah. I, I'm still do? learning too. But I realize if I don't stay in daily devotions, 
And, you know, people, you say, you hear it, but mm-hmm. you, if you stop your daily devotions for a few days, unless you're so much better of a person than me, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just not that good, <laughs> but I need daily time with God. I need to get in his word. I Every morning I say declarations over my life because mm-hmm. if I don't intentionally spend that time and set that time out for the mornings, I, I noticed the other day I realized I was starting to really not deal well with life. Yeah. And then talking to Todd, I realized, hmm, I don't think I've done my devotions for a couple of days because mm-hmm. we've been traveling, gone away for a weekend, all yeah. this, and you, yeah. you know, you're out of sorts. And then I'm like, ah, I just need to get back, get that time with him, and then it's just he he recalibrates me. Yeah, and devotions, so scripture reading, yeah. prayer, yeah, at worship, singing, whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. For me, maybe not so much singing out loud. <laughs> you, you know, I was going to ask you to sing. For others. Yeah, yeah, you don't want yeah, that. Yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> but scripture, definitely. Like, even, you know, if you are so rushed, now we have the Bible app on our phone. Yeah. Some days that's all you'll have time for. Read the verse of the day. Yeah. And it's amazing what a difference that book can make in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Just yeah. the truth, and I like the declarations too. I think yeah. that's important. For me, it's really key because if not, those negative mindsets will come back. Yeah. And declaring things over my life on a daily basis has helped me in a massive way. Yeah, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Holly, what about you? Just making sure I have quiet time. Because mm-hmm. quite often, I mean, mm-hmm. the kids don't stick to a schedule right now, the yeah. one-and-a-half-year-old and the three-year-old, and I'm up and out of the house by 5 a.m. So sometimes it's just a matter of, being intentional with the small moments of my day. Yeah. You know, if I'm making supper and the kids are watching, I don't know, Wiggles or something. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's, it's quiet for a nanosecond. You know, those are the times I just like to refocus, yeah. be still, yeah. and then kind of get back into yeah. to the rush. But I need those little, those little moments throughout the day to either say a quick prayer, to, you know, if we've got music going, sometimes mm-hmm. then something will stand out lyrically speaking. So those little inspirations throughout the day. That's good. You know, I, I feel that what I'm hearing is that there's so much about intentionality. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes it's like you can go through life. And I, I, I've seen this. I've seen this with people. I've seen this with myself. If you're not intentional mm-hmm. about your relationships mm-hmm. or these things, yeah. you go through in a month and you're like, whoa, what just happened? Or yeah. why am I feeling this way? Yeah. And so I find that, you know, I think that's good advice in a very busy Christmas season mm-hmm. to be intentional. So you're going to read. You're going to take the quiet time. Take yeah. it. Run with it when the kids yeah. are sleeping and, and, you know, get your sort of fill, yeah. you yeah. know, of, of Jesus. Yeah. Um, I in a do practical wear, sense, I find I have to get outside too. Yeah, outside. I do. With, it makes a difference in my mood and how yeah. I see things, but Eating that get outside. Healthy, yeah. Yeah. And vitamin D. Even, yeah, vitamin yeah. D. <laughs> That's a good one. I, yeah. I think even just also, you know, in the car when you're busy, I mean, I like to like phone somebody and that's good but I've been realizing that that's some good stretches of time to just listen to worship yeah. music yeah yeah and yeah. sing and nobody can hear you yeah that's, yeah, that's it that's when I sing that is when I sing right? just burst out <laughs> times where there was one time I was in I was in the car and I was singing and I had my hand up <laughs> yeah I didn't have my eyes closed though. I just That's had my good. hand up. Okay, good. And That's I'm like, I see I look over and I see <laughs> Crash. Me, I see this woman in the car like what like what is that? Like what was yeah. I doing? Was I acting? Yeah. She yeah. kinda of looked at me and kinda of gave me like a smile and I was like Like ah. you're crazy. <laughs> but at least I made her smile. Like, yeah. It was just right. a fun time. Yeah. So I love that because I think that's that's good advice for our viewers mm-hmm. and listeners to say you need to be intentional. Yeah. At Christmas is about Christ. Mm-hmm. It's about him coming, it's about love and Final thoughts on 
Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, as we, it's, it's a big kind of final thought in wrapping up. But any final thoughts for encouragement to our viewers, maybe even encouragement to yourself about how to get through the season well and to sort of refocus and reframe um, sort of our life on Jesus and his birth? Mm, that's yeah. a big thoughts. one. I, the one thing that's just popped in my head is that he was called Emmanuel, God with us. Mm-hmm. And that'll get you through everything in life. Yeah. To know that he's with you, and I think that that's the message he wanted to get across when he came, and that's the the name that God chose to you know to declare over him, and so he still is God with us, mm-hmm. and he's in us, mm-hmm. and so we can do anything. We can get through a Christmas if it's going to be difficult for you. You can get through it because he is Emmanuel, God with you. Yeah, beautiful. And I think for me too, it's just about those quiet moments, mm-hmm. really trying to find a few here and there. Mm-hmm. Because that's, you know, the whole idea of like breathing and just breath and just yeah. kind of being in the moment, slowing things down and really just taking in that experience. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And I think too, for me, it's, you know, being intentional and remembering why he came mm-hmm. fully out of love. If you're lonely or sad or depressed, you know, find a church, mm-hmm. reach out, don't isolate, reach out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for us, for people of faith, it's time. This is the time where they will know we are Christians, Christ followers by our love yeah. for the world and one another. And so we, we need to reach out to our neighbors and to people in need when we can. So yeah. thank you. Lots. I mean, honestly, we could do like a five-part Christmas yeah. series, which we probably should. <laughs> we should. Have done. Because I think we should have added in and make a snow angel. Oh, okay. and make a snow angel Well, you okay. can. That's an <laughs> That's intentional it. decision intentional to fun. do yes. Intentional fun. Yes. <laughs> and maybe some snow women yes. and men. Yes. Which yes. would be fun. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with me on the show. It's great that we can celebrate Christmas together. Yeah. And I hope you have a wonderful season with family and kids. Yeah, you too. <laughs> you too. And remember, when you're having some struggle with kids, we can call each other. <laughs> that's dads, it. That's it. Sisterhood of strength. <laughs> that's it. That's it. we got to be there for yeah. each other. So thanks again, and have a very Merry Christmas. You too. Hey, wait. I know the show has ended and all, but could you introduce me to some of your really good friends? Sharing this episode on social media really helps us reach more people, and this story can inspire others to get stronger in their faith. 